At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hey everyone, it's Nicole. Here's where we are in the story. Jacob was on the run from his brother Esau and on his way to his uncle Laban's home. While he was traveling, Jacob had a dream. He saw a ladder that reached up into heaven. There were angels going up and down it, and God stood above it and said, The land you lie on will be given to you and your children. Your children will be like the dust of the earth, spreading all over the earth. And in your children, all the families of the earth will be blessed. I am with you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I promised you. Jacob awoke from the stream and set up a pillar to the Lord, worshiping God and saying, If God is going to do all those things for me, I am willing to call him my God. Then he continued on his journey. Eventually, Jacob arrived at a well and met several shepherds that were from Laban's town. As he talked to them, Laban's youngest daughter, Rachel, arrived at the well with her sheep. Jacob immediately moved the giant stone off the well and drew water for her sheep. Then he greeted Rachel, saying he was related to her father, and his mother's name was Rebekah. So she ran and told her father. As soon as Laban heard the news, he ran out to Jacob, greeted him, and brought him to their house. A month after Jacob moved in with them, Laban asked Jacob how he should pay him for all the great work he was doing. Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you for seven years if you allow me to marry your youngest daughter, Rachel. Laban agreed. The time seemed to go by quickly for Jacob because before he knew it, the seven years were up. So Jacob asked for Rachel to be his wife. Laban gathered the people for their wedding celebration, but then Laban tricked Jacob. Instead of bringing his youngest daughter, Rachel, he brought his oldest daughter, Leah, to be married to Jacob. When Jacob realized he had been tricked, he was really upset with Laban. Laban told him that it was not normal at that time to give away the younger daughter to be married before the oldest. So he said that Jacob should complete the wedding celebrations with Leah. Then he would allow him to marry Rachel, who he loved. But there was one more thing. Jacob had to continue working for Laban for another seven years before Laban allowed him to marry Rachel. So Jacob did exactly that. He finished the wedding celebrations with Leah, then he married Rachel and began serving Laban for another seven years. Over some time and all kinds of crazy circumstances, God gave Jacob children. Quite a few children, actually. First Reuben, then Simeon, then Levi, then Judah, then Dan, then Naphtali, then Gad, then Asher, then Issachar, then Zebulun, then Dinah, then Joseph. <sighs> Has anyone been counting? Jacob's family now had 11 boys and one girl. That's a lot. They will even have another son later. As soon as Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob asked Laban to allow them to move away to have their own home and land. Laban knew the Lord had blessed him because Jacob was with him, 
so he kept trying to trick Jacob by changing his wages. He said Jacob could have all the livestock with spots, but then Laban took away all the spotted animals. However, God continued to bless Jacob, and the flocks gave birth to a bunch more spotted sheep and goats. Eventually, God told Jacob it was time to return to the land of his father Isaac. So Jacob began preparing to leave. Jacob sent for Rachel and Leah, gathered their children on camels, gathered their speckled livestock, and quickly began the journey back to the land of his father Isaac. Before she left, Rachel stole some of her father's idols without anyone noticing. But three days after she left, Laban noticed Jacob and his family was missing. So he chased after them. Once he caught up to them, Laban asked Jacob why he left without telling him and why he stole some of his idols. Jacob answered that he left because he was afraid Laban would take Rachel and Leah away from him. And he didn't know anything about Laban's idols being stolen. So if Laban found them among anyone in his camp, Jacob would have them put to death. As Laban searched their camp, Rachel hid them in a bag and sat on the bag. Then when Laban got near her, she said she couldn't get up from where she was sitting because she wasn't feeling well. So Laban never found them. At this point, Jacob was frustrated and began telling Laban all the ways he had helped Laban over the years. Then he pointed out ways that God blessed them since Jacob lived there and how God saw all of Laban's trickery. Knowing Jacob was telling the truth, Jacob and Laban made a covenant together that from then on, they would not do harm to each other. They offered a sacrifice there, ate bread. Then the next morning, Laban said goodbye to his grandchildren and his daughters and returned to his home. All right, friends, let's pause to think about the story. Here are a few questions to discuss. Question one. Do you remember a part of what God told Jacob in the dream he had while traveling? Tell your parents what you remember. Question two. How was Jacob a good example to us in this story? How is he a bad example? Question three, why do you think Jacob was frustrated with Laban near the end of the story? Question four, ask your parents about a time when they were frustrated and how they responded to that hard situation. Laban did many things to trick Jacob throughout this story. And at times, Jacob tricked him right back. But God still blessed Jacob and his family, just like he promised Abraham so many years before. They did not deserve the many blessings God gave them, but it is through Jacob's family line that God eventually sent his perfect son, Jesus, to save us all. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together. <laughs>